0: It's Wednesday, and welcome to Bounce Back Podcast with Uncle Tim. We've got so much to talk about today. Our guest is a guru of officiating for American football and a personality that is ascending on all platforms of media. I'm talking about Dean. That's right, mean Dean Blandino. And to his right, we have ex-football player, real-life Hollywood actor, Elliot Mueller. I am with Kat and LJ at State Social House on Sunset Boulevard. Dean. We met at the Beer Olympics. Let's get right into it. Uh,
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not just an expert in officiating. I'm an expert in Beer Olympics officiating. Uh, What a day. That was, I don't think I was fully prepared for what was going to happen. And, uh, you know, Beer Olympics, Taylor LeJuan, Will Compton, busting with the boys. And this, I believe this was something that Taylor would do when whatever team he was on, the Titans, he would get all the offensive linemen together and they would do their own little Beer Olympics. And they just like scaled it up and we had teams and we had brackets and I had a team of officials that I was managing. I felt <laughs> like I was back at the NFL command center on game day and we it was,
2: it was shirt? awesome. Yeah, I'm sure I had I'm a sure shirt.
3: we had,
1: every, it was awesome. And what was great is I don't know who's worse with officials, you know, NFL head coaches or you know these guys that were in the beer Olympics that were getting increasingly more drunk as oh the day God. went on, yes. and more belligerent, <laughs> and more. But it was, it was,
3: and they were like trying to tap out. Like by the end that of time, they're like, you know what's so funny? So D-
1: David Bakhtiari, right? He comes up to me, he's like, dude, can we put less beer in? It was flip cup. He's like, can we just put a little less beer or in the beer pond because we're not going to make it. And he's a big dude. I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're the left tackle for the Green Bay Packers, and if you're ready to tap out, like we have people that are half your size, so I was like, so then I was like, went to Will and Taylor. I was like, dude, if he's ready to tap out, we might have to like just the portion size a little bit, adjust it.
0: I, I couldn't agree any more. I love drinking beer, and I, I I could say that I'm like an average Olympic player. Like yeah, I could play yeah. flip the cup or yeah. beer pong. You're like a seventh, eighth place finisher. Uh, you're not. You're yeah. not on the medal. I'm stand. not even third place. You're not on the medal. You're not getting <laughs> no. a bronze. Or yeah, yeah, yeah the, I get the, it. The I get opening. It. First of all, when they sing God Bless America around the pool for the beer, yeah. burgers, it's We're, like, play beer! I yeah. mean, that was just... We had the national anthem. Yeah.
2: It was a we piece. had the
1: whole, I mean, the whole thing. It was It was a, an event, and, and like I said, very professional to start. It got less professional as the day went on, but it was well, big time. the first
3: thing was like chugging you, The first thing, you, like, yeah, what? your first
1: event. <laughs> imagine, and it's like... It's like noon, and your first event is you have to chug three beers in a boot, you know, as fast as possible. And and it was got to be like three
0: pints, right? It was pretty big. It was big. And And you have to spin it.
1: And they did it. And I think think Taylor got the top score, and he did it in
0: like five seconds. Jesus. And how about George Kittle, like still has that, like, eye of the Tiger NFL. He's like, dude, let's stay in the shade. Let's stay in the shade. They were, <laughs> like, oh, Him and is
1: Buckner, like, they were, I knew they were one of the favorites. And then I could tell, like, they're taking this soup. like you said, stay in the shade. They were managing <laughs> their beer intake throughout the day. And I was like, oh, they're going to run away with this. Like, Like, there's degenerates, but these guys were full on, like, in NFL mode. And then that was one of the highlights of, it's gonna be something I remember on my deathbed, (laughs) when Beer Ball, George Kittle, All Pro, like full on in my face, screaming at me about a beer ball. <laughs> beer ball. Like th- they knocked over the can. And I was like, this is what my life has come to. This is awesome. <laughs> so we, they got pretty competitive. I mean, like guys were extreme, like really- Extremely.
2: So it, so it was just fun. It was was the blows on one. <laughs> with the hockey player. With, yeah, with, well, uh, the, the, with deal, the
0: deal.
1: Yeah. And he blocked, it was beer ball. And he blocked Taylor from getting the ball. and Will lost what? his mind and went <laughs> after <crazy>. him. <laughs> and i was like okay now i'm gonna be a hockey linesman i have to break <laughs> this up and that was that was that team they were the villains or whatever and they definitely played played the role that, that was now yeah. what is
0: that game i didn't understand that i game. never i never
1: heard of it so
3: spinning bat, or we called it spinning bat. well
1: well beer ball was i'd never heard of it and you know we everybody plays beer pong everybody knows foot the, the cup, cup all that but beer ball is you've got it's two on two and you have two beers on your end of the table on the corners and two beers on the other end. And each team gets a, a you know, ping pong ball and you got to hit the beer, your opponent's beer. If you hit it and it goes off the table, you can drink until they get the ball and bring it back on the table. And the first team to finish the beers mm. wins. So but then it was like we didn't account for the ping pong ball, knocking the beer off the table. And then that became a big.
3: Are these rules like <laughs> embedded in your brain for life? I, I, mean, we, I, only, I
1: only learned about the rules the, yeah, the that, day before, you know, the night before. And then we had the vomiting controversy of 2023, as I like to refer to it in Cup, <laughs> When, uh when, who was it? Cy- Dylan Sider, I forget what, Callie, Callie and Hardy. Callie was our only female yeah. competitor and she was incredible. And then I guess she puked, and there was a big thing about okay, if you puke during the match, it's a qualification, But if you puke after, so we had to make a ruling. And, and Midland wasn't happy, and
0: it was like a whole big thing. Uh, the other yeah. thing is, you go there, all these dudes are massive. They all have mullets. They all have mustaches. Yeah. I mean, it's so. Yeah. Oh dude. yeah. But he spared no expense. The food was amazing. Incredible. They had this fucking beer cart. He's got this beautiful pool. The ice pod. sculpture. Ice sculpture Beer for Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Well, That was shot
3: thing, too. Yeah. The shot, shot thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: like this, like the, you the know, the old ice. Luge, ice tattoo, or whatever. A fucking yeah. tattoo artist. His tattoo artist was there, you know. <laughs> oh, so if you wanted to get a tattoo, yeah. it was first class. It really it's was, awesome. and was and incredible.
0: I, I tell her, and I can't rave about it enough. First of all, I've never been to Nashville, and I love Nashville. Yeah, the Nashville's music, great. The music, the partying, yeah. the food is great. But Taylor invites you into his house. And I mean, every single person in that place was so generous, so warm, so loving and welcoming. I was like, oh, it was incredible. I mean, the wives are like partying. Like, these guys are Mm -hmm. animals pounding beers. Like, ah, yeah, whatever. Like, oh, (laughs) this is like the fucking greatest.
1: It was like, I
0: hadn't been that excited since Christmas. I felt like it was like adult Chuck E. Cheese. Honestly, The top five best experience of my life.
2: Elliot went to college with Taylor. Did you guys do beer Olympics in college? Well, see, that's what I was thinking. I'm wondering if it wasn't somewhat inspired by, we always used to do during spring ball, after the final practice, we would have a case race. And it sounds a lot like what you're saying. there would be two guys... Uh, a twenty-four pack, and whoever finished first won. Oh, and oh, there would always be pack? these debates where they got to, you know, almost like they're going to cut to you, and it's like we think somebody went to the bathroom to puke. We don't yeah. know. We're going to cut back. <laughs> Somebody's trying to find out, that all of a sudden, it would get it would get aggressive, oh. and Taylor would always. I feel like he would always win. I can't think of who his partner was, he, but it was he like, he can
0: drink beer. He can drink to take people. But down. we had
2: and during during the beer ball, it was Taylor
1: and Will and George and Deforest in the final match. And I've been I've been involved in. The David Tyree helmet catch in the Super Bowl. I've been involved in Julian Edelman and, and you know the, the Falcons. Yeah. I've been involved in some of the biggest calls in the NFL in the last 20 years. And I've never been more nervous than when it was the two and they were debating on who finished. And I had Kittle and DeForest here and, and Will and Taylor. And I and I held them up and I poured out this one. And, I, and this had a little bit, and this one had more, and I've never been more relieved <laughs> that we made the right call. Like, literally, like, Super Bowls have been hanging, no have been hanging it's on true. my decision, and I was less stressed about that than I was about Everyone's that. like staring at I was like, please be more, please
0: be more, and no. I was like, fuck yeah. I, I, the other thing is, I believe it was so uh, much fun that if Taylor wanted to do it, it could be like in a, a stadium or something. It could be in a, like a venue. yeah, People they can build it. it out. Absolutely. But then you know that you're, you're stuck. You
1: are the right guy. There's well, I told <laughs> them I want to compete, I'm going to get oh, a team, I'm uh, a, I want to recruit a team. It? Yeah, I could do. Yeah, okay. All right. I don't think we're I, we're not going to be a favorite, but depending on my partner. Yeah, you who's your partner? Maybe. Be? you know. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe we could. Yeah, well, we I, get I do don't it. Know. Oh my god, I don't know if I can handle this. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. You yeah. did we'll do, see.
0: do a good job officiating, man. And yeah. Calming everybody down. It's, it is. don't have a calming demeanor. Humor. You know, I've,
1: I've dealt with angry coaches. If I can calm Bill
0: Belichick down, yeah. I could calm these guys down. So yeah, we'll spin it into that. So. I knew that you, uh, I did a little research, you played tight end, right, football, so you obviously were into sports. Yeah. And you wanted to be in the sports business. How on earth do you land in officiating? So weird, I know, I, I, I grew up playing sports and I loved,
1: I loved sports, wanted to have a career in that, you know, figured out in high school, I wasn't gonna play professionally. Um, you know, baseball was my sport, that was growing up. And, and then I just, I said, I, I wanna do something in sports, I had a communications degree, I always knew TV and broadcasting was interesting to me, too. Yeah. and But then I just got out of school. I grew up in New York. I went to Hofstra. You know, every all the sports organizations, baseball, football, hockey, they all have offices in New York City. Mm-hmm. Sent my resume to every one. And the NFL just happened to call. And it's funny. And this, was, this is back, like, 94, 95. So before, really, cell phones. And the NFL called my mom. I was living at home. My mom picked up. And she thought it was one of my friends, like making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, like, "Who is this? It's the NFL." Sure, and I was like, "Mom, give me the fucking phone." And uh, and they had an internship, a couple of internships available, and one was in officiating. I just interviewed in a couple of different departments, and they offered me the position in officiating. I was like, "Yeah, absolutely, just to get just in." To right? get in. Yeah, yeah. And then that was ninety five, and I just started as an intern, and I was watching film and editing tape and learning the game, and then it just kind of went from there. So always tell people it didn't, I didn't really choose it. It chose me. I just, it's so interesting. If you're
0: watching film and you're, you're officiating games, you probably read offenses and defense just because you've seen so many. That's how I learned
1: it. That's how I learned it. Cause back then it wasn't all the editing was, wasn't digital. So you had to like put a tape in the tape deck, get to the point you wanted to get and record it on the other tape. So I would sit there and watch. I'd be like, okay, that's pass interference. Okay. That's holding. And I kind of learned and then had good people that were invested in my career and just kind of
0: took off from there. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of my favorite characters, Ferris Bueller, said, life moves pretty fast, and if you don't stop to take a look around, you could miss it. A lot of people compare me to an adult Ferris Bueller. I spread myself super thin. Uh, I find myself sometimes being too accommodating, um, not sticking up for my own boundaries, and just kind of burning myself out. You know, I'm a pretty generous person and sometimes I just forget to be generous to myself. Uh, I've been in and out of therapy and it's fantastic to talk to a licensed therapist that can just give you a different perspective because we're caught in this rat race of life and we don't really see how we're living it. And just to sit with somebody, even if it's for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 or an hour, and just get a different perspective, maybe some different directions, just advice on how to simplify your life and really enjoy it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible. It's going to be suited around your schedule. So, All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with licensed therapists and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash name drop to get ten percent off your first month. That's better H E L P dot com slash name drop. Break break it down to me in even right now up to date an NFL game. How many officials are on the field? Yeah, so there's
1: seven on field officials, um, eight in college for the most part, seven NFL, and then they have replay. They have a replay official upstairs that manages the replay process, and so. Yeah, you've got seven. You've got the referee and the umpire who are in the offensive backfield. You've got the line of scrimmage officials on the line of scrimmage, obviously, line judge and headline judge. And then you've got two deep wing officials, side judge and field judge. And the back judge is in the middle of the field deep. And uh, and so those
0: are the seven. I love it, dude. That would be a great question for Norm McDonald if he was here. How many? Because I don't know. I wouldn't have guessed right. Seven. I a didn't lot know. of
1: people. Yeah. You, we always ask that question. We do like we do stuff at the NFL experience in the at the Super Bowl, and we'd ask that question.
0: And I love eight. And I wouldn't
1: know be like I've... eight, six, seven. Yeah. yeah. But now, how many only... guys do
2: they keep in the back? That get, when they because sometimes you see lately where uh, a ref will get the umple get like blasted. Yeah, they bring in that's a good and question. They, I feel like there was a game last year where there was two guys went out. Yeah. It's like how many refs do you have just it's sitting on the sideline? Yeah. NFL to come in.
1: regular season, just because there's so many games, they don't have an alternate official on no site. Way. So if one of the officials gets hurt, they have to go to six. And in the playoffs, they have alternate officials because yeah. there's less games. But but college, they'll have an alternate official. But in the NFL, they don't have regular season an alternate and alternate. There's official. only one guy uh,
0: in the booth. That's looking.
1: there's 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 one replay official. Then there's a replay assistant. They have a technician that's responsible doing all the setup. You know all the technical uh, okay. stuff. So it's a team of people. And then that communication goes back to New York at the command center and they communicate with New York during reviews.
3: So if someone goes out, then who are you eliminating? Where are you eliminating? Yeah. Field? They,
1: so they, depending on the position, what they're, like okay. it, that, then they would reconfigure based on that. So, you know, if it was the referee who's the, who wears the white hat that makes the announcement, there's always a backup referee on the crew, but it would, they would have to go from their position to to referee but then it kind of they, they they reconfigure it based on which official they lost
0: okay and all of the refs are are in communication with yeah. each other and they're in communication with the booth yeah sometimes the booth got a better look exactly so you can just say guys call this and
1: it's, that's only been probably the last six or seven years they call that the o2o official to official communication so it's wireless they've got an earpiece They've got a mic and they can communicate with each other. And it's band and um, brothers
0: out there, man. They, oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. they
1: are on an island, man. It's crazy. It is. It Nobody is crazy an is official. No, no, they're they like a shit. No, they don't just say great call, pal. Never, yeah. never. In my experience, I mean, I would get calls, and I love every head coach I ever worked with, and we'd have our moments, but I would get calls every week. Every, every you know, like clockwork about how shitty the officials were. <laughs> and I can count on one hand how many times I got hey, they did a great job. You know, yeah, like that's not
0: heard. but that's yeah. the it's just that's the nature of it. Bill Parcells it. had a great quote, I think it was him, that's it was a new official. he says, You know what the NFL stands for? Not for long. That was Jerry it- Glanville. No, Jerry <laughs> Glanville. <laughs> yeah.
1: Since <laughs> yeah. NFL stands for not for long. It's a famous like NFL films. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. like
0: and it's got guys, guys, like it's rookie season. He's getting fucked over. I don't I even know. give us <laughs> like a I know.
1: I guess yeah. they have
0: to be bullies. It's so competitive at that level. Like there's Oh, any
1: advantage. They're gonna try to gain any advantage and work the work the refs and try to and 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 which is smart, but it's just that's such a tough, it really is a tough job because like you said, nobody nobody praises the when the best games are when nobody's talking about the officials, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah, then those are the games you know, okay, it went well. Yeah. Right, right, right. Who
3: who was your favorite coach to ever work with? Um, probably my
1: favorite. He's one of my favorite people on the planet is probably Ron Rivera. Okay. Just such a good Mm. dude. He's He's in DC. Yeah. Yeah, He's such a good dude. So many, there were so many that were great. Um, But he was just, I remember it's funny. He called me one, the game it was, I'll never forget. It was a Thursday night game. I was in the command center. So Thursday night, it ended about 1130 East coast time. And I, I walk 30 feet to my office and my phone is ringing and it's Ron. And I'm like, dude, did you shake hands yet? Like he called me like two minutes after the game ended and like MFing, you know, screaming, like upset. And then I was like, okay, you know, and we would, I would always be like, with that, I just let him vent. You just got to let him go because they need to vent. Yeah. And I'm like, coach, let's, let's, let's look at the, let's look at the tape and we'll talk about it tomorrow. And then five minutes later, he calls me back and apologizes for cursing. Like, he's just like a good,
0: like, I was like, I've heard it before, coach, I'm good, don't worry. (laughs) Well, I'll preface with this. I mean, uh, you're dealing with the most elite athletes in the world at at any level. So can you conceivably call holding and pass interference every time? Yeah,
1: it's fine. Everybody always says that, like, you can call holding on on any play. And I would say that that's probably not entirely true. I think there's an opportunity for holding on every play. But, like, you know, you played. Think about like offensive and defensive line play. Like there's a lot of hand. We always talk about with officials, we talk about hand placement and feet. Okay, are the hands inside or outside the frame, right? You can, you can have them outside the frame, but now if I'm outside the frame and my feet get beat, meaning I don't stay in front of the defensive player and now I'm, I go from here to here and now that guy, and now I restrict him, that's where it becomes a foul Interesting. versus keeping my, you know, keeping good position, keeping good feet. And so that's kind of, yeah, I may be grabbing, but I'm not, by rule, holding hold yet. Got, him. Right? got it,
2: got it, yeah. got it. That's where it gets in trouble as an offensive lineman. Yep. You, you always, when they start beating you, you're like, somebody's running over here, and you kind of hold and, a little. And uh, that's and that you're I absolutely right. you got to know the
1: time, <laughs> yeah. When how long I can hold him before the official season, right? Exactly. That 100%. You and then, can
2: feel where the back's at. You know he's got to be based on where this guy's trying to get to. And Yeah. That's where it gets a little
0: sloppy. But yeah, pass you know. interference, I think, is impossible to <laughs> call. Pass
2: interference is probably the hardest call to be
1: consistent because it's happening so fast. And, and we, we forget. That's the disconnect with officiating is, right, we see a play. And then how do we get to watch it? We get it slow motion. We mm-hmm. get four different angles. Right, The official just, boom, my, my perspective, one time, I got to make a call. And that's where we get that disconnect. We're evaluating them uh, really to a standard that is unreasonable, but it is, it's such a hard call because it's, you know, receiver, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, we we call it hand fighting, right? And the receivers initiate a lot of the contact, you know, receivers, you know, maybe a little push off the defenders trying to stay in phase. I mean, there's so much of that, that happens um, downfield. It's such a tough ball.
0: The one call uh, was New Orleans and the rams oh yeah that was where it was clearly pat- how, did that, how did that i
1: get- mean they just i mean there's no other way and the officials that were involved in that would tell you they just missed it and unfortunately it was such a big play right it's it decides been, yeah. who goes to the super bowl almost <laughs> and, and they just like those are the ones and we always talked about there's on average 155 plays a game in an nfl game and we you know the officials are overwhelmingly you know they they handle everything overwhelmingly correct but there's like four or five plays that really decide the game and the officials got to be perfect on those four or five plays right and that was one of those plays and unfortunately they weren't and they couldn't
0: overturn it for some reason no right? no it
1: wasn't reviewable at that time and then they made it reviewable the next year mm-hmm. uh so, so you, yeah you can cha- you can challenge that and, or. And it the year after you could challenge it and then, and then it didn't really work out very well and they got rid of it because it's such a subjective call. Yeah. It's not like replay is like, okay, the ball hit the ground. You could see that. With pass interference, it's like, okay, yeah, there was a grab, but did it really restrict the receiver? Yeah, did really did it him? impact yeah. him? Slow, Catch, slow motion, slow motion versus full speed. That's where, it becomes, that's where it becomes real difficult to do that in replay uh who are your squads
0: that you grew up like supporting.
1: i grew up mostly so i grew up in new york long island i grew up a giants fan uh kind of like the the phil sims lawrence taylor joe morris era um lawrence taylor was probably my favorite player of all time on the field maybe not off the field stuff but um yeah really? giants Knicks, rangers but then i i grew up a dodgers fan because my dad grew up in brooklyn okay. And he was a Dodger fan and stayed
0: a Dodger fan when they moved out here to L.A. Breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. It's safe to say it's 2023 and the beard is here to stay. They once again have revolutionized men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard, fresh shave look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the name drop code. That's right. Name drop, insert that code. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Let's get right into this. I love it. I've been manscaping since puberty, since I've had hair. I love a clean sheen body. This thing's amazing for a couple of reasons. One, it's waterproof. It means you could do it in the shower. i rather do it in the sink. I like to look in the mirror and all that stuff, but that's amazing, you can wash it off. Two, it's got one guard. It's got one guard with 20 lengths. I don't know if you can see this, but you can adjust it. The best thing about this is you don't have 20 guards all over your drawers and in your bathroom and stuff like that. It's the worst, it's the worst. Now, if you're really good at groom your beard, your facial hair is different than the hair on your head. It's more coarse which can cause ingrown hairs. And for me, my girlfriend's gonna go crazy. Right now, like, my hair, my hair's kind of soft. But if I rub up against her cheeks, she's like, oh my God, it's too much. So, you have the beard shampoo and you have the beard conditioner. I love them because it's gonna preserve the actual oils and nutrients in your beard because it's different than your hair. Then you have the beard balm. This is great because it can tame Your beard. And you guys know when there's humidity with hair, it can play all kind of funny, but it also gets rid of the dryness. It kind of keeps the moisture in the beard. Then we have the beard oil. That's what's going to really protect your skin because I can't stand zits or ingrown hairs when I get them on beard. It drives me nuts. Oh, and the most obvious thing is it's cordless. Like this is a fantastic kit. I mean, you got this with your traveling, it's a little travel kit. I'm so fired up for this. It's like Christmas came late for me. I love manscaped.com. So get 20% off free shipping with the code NAMEDROP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NAMEDROP. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Wow. I remember talking to you because you remember the guy's name. There was a tight end for the Giants in the eighties. Mark, Mark Bovaro, who just torched my eagles. Just- Mark Bavaro. <laughs> he just torched my eagles, dude. Yeah. The birds were cooking when my, he
1: was. I'll never, I don't think I told you this story. I'll never, I, I forgave her, but cause she's my mom, but it took a while. <laughs> I, I, we, Mark Bavaro. that was one of my, my jerseys. I got I had a Mark Bavaro jersey. I remember I, I wanted it for Christmas. I got it. And Mark Bavaro was doing like an autograph signing at like a mall somewhere. And me and my brother went and he signed my jersey and I was like, so happy. And then like a week later, my mom washed it. Oh my God. And the, and the oh, autograph oh, went away. Oh, oh, oh and my God. I, it was like, you, you, I was mine, like, now. God, you know, the whole like taking care of me and putting a roof over my, head's fine. But this is too much. Yeah. All right, oh, so out God. of the four
0: major sports, I mean, I know soccer is a major sport, but the four American sports, football, hockey, baseball American. hoops. What do you think is the hardest to officiate in order?
1: In order. It's tough. I I I honestly I feel like basketball is probably the toughest because there's so much opportunity. Um football on average they call 15-16 fouls a game. That's that's both teams. Basketball, you know, could be 40 or 50 because there's so much opportunity, there's so much like contact. It happens quickly. Um Hockey or you know, on ice
0: skates, which is bonkers. Hockey, <laughs> you know.
1: I, actually, I watched what well, we were we were talking about this, and it was um, polo. We were talking like polo is the hardest because the dude's on a horse. <laughs> like he's got to like you know, imagine being point. on a horse and officiating. But hockey, <laughs> hockey from a physical standpoint, because oh those God. they yeah. have to. They have to keep up with their skating. They oh. have to... Well,
3: and think they're like changing lines
0: all yeah, the time on hockey yeah. and
1: the officials yeah. are not. But they're, even they're but think about soccer, the too. I mean,
0: there's no out of bounds. No, no, exactly.
1: <laughs> soccer, too, because there's only like what? There's like one, one referee, two assistant referees, and they have to run and play up stop. and down and yeah. play doesn't stop. So, you know, I, I think they're all hard. Um, probably, I think baseball might be the easiest in terms of... And, and I mean, calling... Balls and strikes, probably not. But if I'm sitting out in left field and I just got a
0: yeah. yeah, fair and foul, it, that's probably the easiest. The tagging a guy, stealing a yeah. base and stuff. Still hard, but Polo
1: is yeah. hilarious. I love that. <laughs> you yeah. guys on a horse. The guys on a horse. <laughs> it's like, okay, the horse is going to go where the horse
0: wants to go. That's what the jockeys say. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they always say when, I, when I'm, I, I love betting horses. But you got a, what, 120-pound man on a 1,500-pound animal. Yeah. And he, it's almost like Mike Tyson. Like, when you get hit in the face, the plan goes out. He goes, yeah. but if, the, if the trainer says go left and the horse goes right, we're fucking going right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> ah, unreal. All right, let me get my specs here. I got all my notes here. We're covering so much. Oh, speaking of gambling, gambling amongst the players, NFL is taking no fucking prisoners. Yeah. Like, it's just I unacceptable. I think that's really they hard,
1: it's crazy. It's, you know, and this is obviously this the landscape's changing. Right. Cause right. I, I remember, I remember, I don't know, this is like 15 years ago, talk being in league meetings and talking about Vegas and how the league had had separated themselves and kept Vegas right. at arm's length. Yeah. You know, not not even not even willing to entertain the idea of doing a Super Bowl in Vegas. Now we have a team in Vegas. We're gonna have the Super Bowl in Vegas. You see, the you see the sports betting. In during the broadcast, mm-hmm. like it's become, and we and and so we knew, look, you work at the league office, you, can. you can't bet, like you can't. We couldn't do a, a like an, a college basketball tournament pool, yeah. you, wow. can't, you can't, you can't, no. And if you work in officiating, like you can't, our officials can't bet on anything, they can't go into a sports book, right? If they go, you know, let's say they're doing like a speaking engagement, maybe they have another, you know, they have other professions and they have to be in a casino. They have to let the NFL know that I'm going to be in a casino for I'm wow. staying at, you know, whatever. And I'm sure so, the NFL
0: sends somebody to watch. And them yeah. For.
1: And they it's a big, big deal. So then you think about the players and how this becomes because I think, look, it may seem innocuous if, oh, I'm, you know, I went to LSU and I'm betting on LSU. But it's like, where do you draw the line? Because the one kid from I think it was Indianapolis, yeah. he won a prop bet on Like the Colts running game, like you have information that other people aren't privy to. And that's always like injury information, other stuff that other people aren't privy to. And then you start thinking about the integrity, especially if the NFL wants a piece. You know, it's they've got to have these controls in and- place. But
3: weren't Jeez. some of the guys betting on college football? But they did yeah. it at the facility. They did it at the facility, and then you're like geotagged because yes. the phone knows everything, and that's how they got in trouble, which yeah. is wild. And like,
1: that's kind of the, that's what they're saying. It's like, okay, so if I if I place the bet in the facility, it's not okay. But if I if I if I'm ten feet, you know, way off past the gates, hard. that's hard. But but look, these guys, you have got to know. Like yeah. I knew going into the NFL office and being an officiating, I couldn't even, I couldn't even have any like perception. Like I, I you know, my brother loves to bet, loves to gamble. Like I was like, dude, stop texting me this shit. Yeah, because I'm, it's yeah. like, I, I can't, can't have, have even no. that on there. I, I know. have a coach
0: for Carolina Panthers. And he's like, dude, I can't talk about it. Like yeah. you can't text me about it. I, I, he's like, I love you to death, but it just can't be hurt. But the interesting thing is Uncle Mel Kiper <laughs> and Matthew Barry Have this thing called fantasy football, which you're watching the game until the end if it's a blowout. Because now, and the NFL dips their toe into that and welcomes that, no question. But now, well, I mean, mean, if you really think about
3: it, red zone, like that whole channel is built built around fantasy, but it's
0: built around fantasy. fantasy.
1: And fantasy is
0: equally as big as regular betting. No question. Everyone loves it.
1: And you could argue, you could the popularity of the NFL, like yes, people love their teams, they love, but Popularity about the NFL—it's it's based around a couple of things. It's based around—it's like appointment viewing. You know, baseball—it's like every day there's a game. Every right. you know, and and it's branched out. They do Thursday night, they do. But you knew, I knew growing up, Sunday one o'clock, I'm watching the Giants or Jets. Yes. And then At four o'clock, I'm watching the other team, or I'm watching whatever the game of the week is. You know what you're doing Monday night. You know, and then it comes, and then it's betting and fantasy. Those are the things that make the NFL. Yeah, the game is is incredible. But those are the things that make it so popular in, in this country. And the NFL has
3: expanded.
1: 100%. Like the whole, like, fandom. And the NFL would be stupid not to lean into it. Mm-hmm. Be careful, be mindful. But they got to lean into it. There's too much money.
0: And now, the, like, I remember I was at the Super Bowl uh, when the Eagles lost in New England. I was with my buddy Jude. And we were sitting there betting $20 per play. And I just knew Andy Reid will never run the fucking ball. <laughs> so I was like, pass, pass. I took 180 bucks off him. It was the most fun I've ever had in my fucking life. I had like 80 fears. He's like, he's he's like, double down. This motherfucker has to run the ball. And now that's, now think about live betting. And think about that's what it is. You're
1: going to be able to. And once they can figure out like the timing of it, right, that, you know, it can, there's no delay. That's going to be the thing where you're going to be going, okay, we're we're on a pass, you know, Uh, completion, you know, what, and that's going to be even take it to another level.
0: Yeah. And they'll have odds of like interception or interception fumble like you bet a dog at 180 like they yep. have all these analytics crazy. that it's are crazy happening so fast it's it, it is pretty unbelievable um wait i totally forget what i was going to say about the uh in in the live betting and all this jazz oh fuck i love it. You, can,
1: you can bet on you can bet on you know the first flag of the super bowl like yeah. who's it going to be on you know yeah. what no, <laughs> oh my daughter brother daughter. my brother that's the fuck i forget what super bowl it was he's like because you know I, I would be there i'd be on the field before the game and he'd call me he's like over to the patriots <laughs> and <I'm> look in <laughs> their gatorade i'm like what the what? you just <laughs>
0: throw your phone so away leave
1: me alone please <laughs> so just uh, tell me what uh, color
0: it is <laughs> just yeah, curious yeah.
3: i want to make sure i have that flavor I yeah know. exactly yeah. Oh, the
0: one thing i love that you just brought up is like nfl is so powerful like football Sunday, even if it's a bye week for the Eagles, I just want to watch football. That's it. It's one of the few things as an adult that I will love until the day I die. My dad's 93, it's football Sunday. I dated a girl one time. She's like, you want to go to the farmer's market? I'm like, yeah, sure. And she's like, when? She's like, Sunday. I go, you know who you're fucking talking to? (laughs) Fuck the farmer's market. Fuck that. She's like, it's a bye week honey. Fuck it. Fuck. No way. 10 o'clock, 8.30 mass, over here by one o'clock, I'm hammered. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that a hundred percent. Whatever time zone you're in, you know, on Sunday, and like you said, it's like church or synagogue or whatever you do, <laughs> and then and then football. And now I'm being like, I love being on the West Coast now because, it's the best. dude, I Sunday know, it's night, the best. like, I mean, so I remember Monday night football started at nine oh, o'clock Eastern. Oh, imagine oh, games going until twelve thirty one o'clock Thursdays. Thursday night. You know, when I was at the league office, it was like you were, I was. The game would end midnight. You're waiting for if there's a coach that's going to call you. You're not, you're not in bed 1.30 on the West Coast. The, the Sunday night game is done at 8.30.
0: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Through. I mean, being from New York, I'm from Philly, I absolutely am a Los Angeles West Coast enthusiast. Are oh, you? yeah, 100%. I, I knew, and I knew growing
1: up, <laughs> I, wanted, I was like, I'm going to live in L.A. at some point in my life. And then, and then, and then Laguna Beach on MTV came out and that, that,
2: <laughs> that, that just like solidified no, no, it. I was like, no, I no. I was like yes. Place, Laguna
0: Beach. <laughs> Even I these was like, are the hills. Hills. I was like, like <laughs> oh So you're big God. TV fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my oh,
3: God. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah no, no one's moving to Jersey for the Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: and I grew up, I, and I spent like six summers on the Jersey Shore. I went to all those places. And now it's funny because my friends, Cause so I'm like, no, I lived that life. And they think it's like, oh my God. Like, what are those people like? It's was like, yeah, that was That's a thing real. whether growing up in Long Island, I, you know, I'm a former Guido. Like oh, <laughs> I won't, I won't deny it. I'm I'm in, like I'm, I've been sober for a long time now, but I still, if I hear the certain beat, like I may, you may, Uh-oh. I may go right back into
2: it. <laughs> 100%, 100%. <laughs> out of
0: you. Well, yeah. you know, I just got back from Philadelphia. I brought some California friends and it's different because I do think people in the northeast of the country, and I am not, you know, criticizing anyone else, work really, really hard and they party really, really hard. You know, California, is kind of mellow. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you go down down the shore, people are ready to let their hair down and no kick doubt. their shoes no off. Doubt. Man. And it, and the bars are open till God knows. Oh one. my God. Like, last know, last you're wild, open 4 yeah.
1: Um living in <laughs> living in New York City it was like you, you didn't and it's funny because you wouldn't go out you like, you wouldn't hit a bar until midnight yeah oh and, my God, and here weird. midnight you're ready they're closing. They're closing. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, it's
0: over. Two cities, three cities are undefeated against me. New York, Vegas, and New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> those are there, I can see why. I yeah. can yeah. see why. Absolutely destroyed I can see why. Nashville was good to me. Nashville's great. I, I, Such I, a fun town. I, how good was I? You I were was, really good. I was like, I, yeah. I'm knowing my limits. I'm a day drinker. I went out, you did. Yeah, the night <laughs> is not my friend. Yeah. It's yeah. not my friend. It's impressive. And every night in Nashville, they're like, dude, the bands are going to be better i'm like nah if you just let me yeah. go to like go to the hotel i'll have a couple beers I'll get a good night's sleep i'll be fresh tomorrow yeah trip was perfect yeah, yeah. it was
1: perfect. well now you got to pick one i'm at the point in my life where i got to pick one i'm either going to day drink yeah or night drink yes yeah mm-hmm. i can't do Ball. i can't do the
3: whole but thing. that's where football gets tricky because start at 10 a.m i know and you're going all day the
0: clock's like by halftime in the second game, I'm definitely platooned. Yeah, yeah. it's black no cock down. No doubt. Yeah, and that's when I make my worst decisions on the second half bets. It's like Arizona San Francisco. <laughs> 24 oh my god, minutes. that's because
2: <laughs>
1: that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's our 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 late game is always like Arizona San Francisco yeah. or one of yeah 100%. Rams Seattle Rams in Seattle 100 Yeah, so you're uh, always. No, I mean, what's funny for me, I get like a lot of a lot of people on Twitter will will DM me and I you know I do a lot of like fantasy football draft order stuff and I get these these kids that'll that'll DM me and we're doing like Mountain West after dark. It's like oh. it's like Fresno and, and Boise. They <laughs> oh <my God>. have <laughs> like 11 o'clock on, on, yeah. on Pacific time. <laughs> oh my God. And these guys are tweeting
0: at me like oh that call is like what are you and they're in Philly. They're in <laughs> oh, New York. Yeah. It's like two I'm in like, the morning. You guys are out of your mind. <laughs> uh, dude I, I it's so funny because I remember even in the uh, the NBA the game doesn't start till seven, seven thirty. Lake Agreement. That's ten thirty on the East Coast. I know. As a younger that's man, awesome. I didn't think anything. Didn't think of anything of it. But I mean, I go to bed. If I'm not drinking, dude, I'm in bed at five p.m. I watch <laughs> all the procedurals, FBI, fucking SVU. I'm in bed by seven, up at four, cracking. Yeah, ready to go. That's just, You know, I'm forty-eight. Now. You know, I'm rounding the big five zero. It's really scary. It's a big one. We gotta, uh, we gotta plan your fiftieth. Oh we God. gotta do. it got here. Really blow it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be here. Right. Most yeah. days, most nights, go
3: yeah. ride the bear. Um, the NFL uh,
0: players. Well, I met a lot of players that I love, but my favorite guy that's an announcer is Al Michaels. You ever meet Al? Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. is he just the fucking best?
1: Yeah, there? you think about Al Michaels, and he's obviously a legend. You think about some of the some of the events that he's called, and and. Um and just he's always been nice. We would always meet with we'd go to the different networks and meet with their announcers and go through rules and stuff. So when Al and Chris Collinsworth were doing Sunday Night Football and and just a like a down to earth you think wow, Al Michaels this was like you believe in miracles. Yeah. And, and uh just really nice. Like everybody I I've had such good experience around the NFL. Like there's there's maybe and I won't name names but there's like a handful of people that were really truly like jerks but for the most part, everybody's super Happy to be there. Great.
0: Yeah, It's a dream job. 100%. I mean, I've heard from players and coaches and stuff, it's cutthroat. It's a cutthroat job. You can, you're, you can get fired one day, but everyone's like, sure. when you get there, it's like being an actor. You're overpaid yeah. for doing something that you love no. to do. And they know, like
1: you said, the coaches know, like, the one thing you're guaranteed is you're going to get fired at yeah. some point.
0: Yeah. Like, you're just. No matter what. Yeah. No matter and, what. That's interesting, because I think the officials take the most shit. The announcers take the second most shit. Like poor Joe Fuck. Buck, nicest guy oh in the world. Guy so, <laughs> nice. The guy is a fucking prince at his job, and it's just fucking Joe they Buck. Think, and, and I think <laughs> fucking
1: hates the Bengals. And I and I'll you. come. I come on the air like twice a game, and I talk for like ten seconds, and they rip me. Yeah. And it's like, and these guys. Imagine you're you're talking for three hours trying to keep people entertained. Yes, not everything is going to be perfect. Right. Yeah, you're going to say, you're going to slip up and say something. But people, that's why I feel like everybody's waiting on social mm-hmm. media. This, oh, gotcha. And yeah. it's like, get a life. It's like a man. booby it's, trap. That's what so. I was wondering
2: how much flack you get. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. My well, dirty football is coming. Go,
1: go on Sunday. Go on Sunday, an NFL Sunday, and go into my mentions on Twitter. <laughs> and it's incredible. It's incredible. What's the worst it's, thing anyone has ever said yeah, to you? I mean, they wish you death. They wish you
3: <laughs> like,
1: you know, they wish you de- you know, terminal, terminal diseases. Jesus. They wish oh, you like, yeah, it's but you know, but that it it just underscores like you said how much how powerful the nfl is and how much people are invested in it and that's true you you know it's
0: crazy but on that note i i'm and i'm older than this this generation i call them keyboard cowboys i would never be so motivated to waste my time never to say something negative to somebody
3: what's funny though if you respond to them they back down changes the whole whole narrative changes and i've
1: done that i've you know because like i said i'm like you i would never, ever, no, waste I would never ever waste my time or just i'd feel bad like sending somebody like calling them a piece of shit
3: i was like and telling them they're gonna why? die why? Like, yeah like what? why
1: like that's just bad energy and then but every single time if you respond in like a positive way it flips it yeah. Yeah, it totally like a fan. totally yeah. flips yeah, it I'm a fan, yeah. and and i remember the one this guy like this guy tweeted at me um, oh, Dean Blandino's the guy that walks around in the club and, and says, I work for Fox Sports, <laughs> right? Like that. He looks like, he looks like that good. guy, but wait. Hey. So, so my response, and I was very proud of this, and I was like, so my response was, I don't have to.
2: And, oh! and he was
1: like, you're my hero. I, I ride or die, like, but if you just, if you just it's like joke response. around with it, and so it's, yeah, but it's, I still don't get it. I don't get, I talk to my kids, I got two boys, 12 years, 12 and eight, the 12 year old is on, you know, he's got his phone. And I remember, I don't know what we were watching. Like he's into UFC. We we're watching a fight and his, the guy wanted to win lost. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to send the other guy a message. And I was like, you are absolutely yeah. not. I was like, <laughs> we don't do that. Like don't even yeah, go there.
0: It's too much energy wasted. No. Um, and the funny thing is, and I, I get caught, I guess the the biggest thing is like you and I growing up, if we like, we couldn't, you couldn't, DM Mark Bavaro no, or call him. No. You could send him a fan letter. Yeah, we're going to get it. Nowadays, This connection that we all that's have. That's the cool it's, thing. It's that, crazy. That's
1: the super cool thing about social media. Like there's a lot of negative about social media, but social media is cool where, like you said, there's that connectivity to somebody. Like I had a football official from Poland send me a DM. There's a European league, American football. And he sent me a play that he had in the game. He's like, hey, could you look at this play? It's wild. And, and let me know what you think. And now we, we, we correspond oh, and cool. I did zooms for his group of Polish American football officials. And it's like without social media, I'd never, never have that that's opportunity. Awesome. So that's cool. But then you got to deal with the, you know, the other idiots that and are going to tell you, you if, to go. Sometimes
0: die. if you send a positive note, short and sweet to somebody famous, you're more likely I've been hit back from famous people yeah. all the time. Yeah. Now the mistake is I'm like holy shit Anthony Davis just hit me back. I'm like dude have a great thanksgiving <laughs> and then I'm like wait I, I said something <laughs> nice. It's I, April. You, what? You, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah, I was yeah. it's like text messaging DM should be like tennis. Make a point. Oh my god, not, 100% done. 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 I agree. took more than 3 volleys. It's all downhill.
1: You 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 had him. You had him there. You <laughs> had him at hello
0: and then you went you kept going. And the, that's oh, 100%. Uh, so dude, this happened just in Las Vegas. Um, we are at the Red Rock Casino. Mark Wahlberg uh, lives there. And I'm with my chick and Steve Will Do It's uh, camera guy, Tyler. And we're eating a blue ribbon. We're having a good time. sake, and it's all great. And as I'm walking out of here, bounce back. And I look over and it's Mark Wahlberg and I went. <laughs> and I walked out. And oh Tyler goes, fucking Mark Wahlberg. I go, what do I do? Should I go back in? Should I go back in?" He's like, you fucking blow." You blew it. You can't like, go back. Ah. Okay. And I can't. And then like I got drunk later. I because I know he's like big in the Catholicism And I was like, here's to the Catholics. No, you can't. Such a loser. Uh, but I got caught off guard. Because I yeah. get called bounce back all day long and you just your yeah. natural reaction is like positive. Just give somebody some love. But, dude, I froze. It was, like, awful. Yeah. He and Keanu Reeves busted me, man. It's hard to blame me on that. No, right. oh, come on. Hey, I'm a, what's Stri- up? I'm a huge fan. <laughs> 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 All right, Dean, um, tell us what you're up to now, if you have any plugs, anything we can help you with. Uh, so, well, you yeah, know, we just wrapped up the
1: XFL season, so that was awesome. Um, what a tremendous group of people. I mean, being able to work with Danny Garcia and Dwayne Johnson, um, that's, like a, like, a dream uh we've got you know obviously fox sports we've got college and nfl coming up we're actually doing uh hopefully we'll we'll premiere it pretty soon working on a on a on a show a documentary about football officials out here in california oh, nice. uh, and just trying to like humanize them and and show people behind the scenes so working on that and uh yeah trying to just stay busy and and doing different things 33rd team which is Uh, a great check that out 3013.com it's a group of former coaches players general managers mike tannenbaum who was with the you know the dolphins and and the jets for a long time runs it and we just talk football and and different aspects of the game so yeah working on all those things well
0: dude i loved meeting you at the beer olympics yeah it was awesome Um, if i get invited again (laughs) maybe i can be on your team i'll practice yeah let's do it i know what i'm walking (laughs) let's do it i was
1: even going to suggest. I was gonna to talk to Taylor and Will about a think. Think about it. Just let it marinate. A three team, a three player team, and you could, and so you could tap. You could tap out. Oh. Yeah. Oh so, God. so you know, two people can go. So it just, I think, for longevity and people not dying, like it might be. It <laughs> might yeah. be. We'll yeah. see. Man, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. So it's only yeah. gonna
2: get bigger and more. It's so only gonna get bigger, and, yeah. and they're gonna
1: want to do more and, and drink it, more. But it was awesome. Yeah. Now it was great to meet you, and hopefully, I definitely want to hang more and come here and
0: maybe. Yeah, you know, I mean, we got to go have the a Golden drink. Bowl, man. Absolute. Oh, 100%, 100%. And then, oh, uh, well, we can't watch games on Sunday. You'll be working, right? No, but you can oh, text yeah. me during the games uh, like everybody else. Dude, I'm I'm like, what what cool. was that called? Nah, that was, like, thumbs up, man. Keep trying, man. <laughs> yeah, That's <is> cool. Yeah. <laughs> you almost have that. You'll get the next one. Say, yeah, on, keep, it up, <laughs> keep it up. Keep it up, big guy. Keep yeah, talking. Yeah, You'll dude. get it. You'll get it. Yeah, I (laughs) know, yeah. Dude, I loved having you on the show. Uh, I think you're charismatic. I wish the best for you, dude. I love you, and I hope we stay friends. Absolutely, 100%. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys.